This is CliffCentral.com. Greetings and salutations, what beautiful up? people. Hi there. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Never mind. You guys, are. it's yeah. another spectacular Friday, and you are live with the Millennial Gen team. Where we at? Where we at? We are at Cliff Central. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the homies at Cliff Central for what giving up? us a platform to do our thing, and now we're about to do the business. Yeah, you know, they gave us the platform so we can give people the platform. Damn Ooh. straight. Well, one. well, well one. put, well put. All right, so as always, we got some fire for you today. Um, So, today we actually have. We have a guest. <laughs> I don't know what's really? going on right now. Is that for real? We have a guest. Are we? Have That's a shocker, man. Sorry, no, I dare. I dare's just being very distracting. He's what just, is he's, that? He's trying to I'm asking to turn him up to put volume. yeah the volume in my ear. Is, like, is that high hear, enough? I can't hear myself. Is that, that high enough? It's like done. It's broken. Yes. It's broken. And now it's broken. Oh, there we go. Up a bit. There? Yeah, man. Are you hearing? Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, I still right, need right. to learn these signals. Ooh. Yeah, right. Yeah. But anyways, back to the business. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, we got today. We actually have a published author who is currently in Canada. Canada. Damn straight. expanding its right? borders. Yeah, we're which, going international. Exactly. Wow. We're trying something new today, and we hope it works. So yeah, she is a. She was actually born in South Africa, but she has lived. All over the world And mm-hmm. she will tell you her story a little bit later And after that we have Ooh, Guys, a we've got a treat yo, 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 My yo. Gosh. We have such an incredible soul singer for y'all Whoa. Whoa. It, Like it shakes No guys, it was it was crazy We actually had our first millennial session Was it last Ooh. Sunday? Yeah, and it was Big s- success Yes, I was going to say smashing success but uh, Same, same No one yep. talks like that Synonym, uh, what, Smashing like, success uh, Allow him Okay Allow him <laughs> There goes your mic. <laughs> um, so, ah, <laughs> uh, yes, right. So, Adair's gonna tell you a little bit about that millennial session while I get our guest on the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, guys, the millennial session was exactly what it's meant to be. Um, we taking a different twist on how we're giving people the platform to share what they're good at. And oh my gosh, today's guest. Killed it Yes Indeed like She just She she tore everything down You'll find out later Yes But for now For right now We have the author on the line Hi Arushi Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Yay! Yay! Whoa! We are so happy to this, have you here with us today. Show very fast. <laughs> <laughs> so you are live with myself, Kanisa, Adair, and the homie Zinche. Yes. So say hello to everybody. Uh, thank you so much for having me, guys. It's great to be here. It's More such a great to have you. Okay, so first things first. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So. Um, my name is Arushi. I grew up in Joburg in the late 90s. And um, along the way in my childhood, I traveled a lot, um, quite a few parts of Africa through, with my family. So I've lived in Egypt, uh, Nigeria, um, among other places. And so it was a pretty confused upbringing. Um, but I spent most of my time in South Africa um really near the Truth and Reconciliation Commission onwards. And it was a very interesting time in South Africa at that time. And because I moved around a lot, I actually have very vivid memories, mm. compartmentalized wrong time. Uh, and then, um, you know, I think my passion for writing really began in South Africa. Uh, but what was interesting about my journey as a writer, I started early, but I found it very hard to write about South Africa. So it actually took me being in the U.S., sitting in 
you know, freezing cold to start thinking, okay, how do I write about South Africa? Which is kind of ir- ironic, but that's sometimes how it happens, you know? That's quite dope because that's it's like, really dope. It's like you were missing home, so you started remembering the best ways to, to speak about it. I like that. All right. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. <laughs> so perfect. What so what would you say got you started on this journey of writing? Like was there was there moments where you just woke up and you were like, "Damn, I want to write a book." <laughs> um maybe maybe it was like that exactly, man. I don't <laughs> Um I think you know, and as artists as well, I think we all try to create something that we want to see. So I think I started off with reading books I really liked when I was about 15 and saying, no, 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 I I, I would want to end it differently or no, 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 I want to read something like this. Um, What I didn't realize then um, is I started writing at 16, but it would take me another 10 years to write stuff that I actually liked. (laughs) 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 Wow, that's a long process. I mean, but that's a testament to trusting the process and just trusting yourself, right? Yeah. Oh man, totally. And I think what's interesting, uh, what I talk to my friends and fellow artists a lot about is now with social media, um, I have a lot of people coming up to me and saying, oh, you know, overnight, like, you know, you're quite young, so you just did this. And I'm like, no, it's been 10 years. And I think, you know, part of the artistic journey is just being really honest about the struggle and it's taken 10 years. I'm not, I know, I'm, I know I seem young, but it's been a while. <laughs> no, I, think, I that's think that's important so for yeah. our listeners to hear because. Yeah. A lot of, especially our generation, the millennial generation, we feel as if a lot of the successes we see are like overnight quick success. Or rather, the success we want is overnight. Yeah. 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 Everyone just sees the tip of the iceberg, but they don't see the the amount of work. A lot of the the stories that people hear are like, okay, no, um, Bill Gates quit, uh, he dropped out, and then he became a billionaire. Like, people don't, (laughs) they don't know, like, how much he he struggled. Exactly. It's like, yeah, they don't talk about the stinky garage he was in where his parents thought he was you unemployed and he's wearing yesterday's shirt. I mean, right now, guys, I'm like uh, awake at a weird hour and, you know, <laughs> I'm hustling my day job with my passion and that's just how it is, you know. And it's okay. I love it, but it's crazy. That's dope. Yeah, that is dope. That's really dope. That's inspiring mm-hmm. too. What is your day job? Yeah, what is what is the other hustle? Oh man, so I made it really hard for myself. I used to work for a large firm in as a management consultant, which sounds like Greek, but basically I used to work um, in healthcare, um, among other sectors, um, and trying to enable transformational change, which also sounds like a big word, but basically how do we improve healthcare systems? Hmm. And um, I decided recently to actually go on my own. So now I have two hustles. So my day hustle is I run my own consulting business, uh, with, you know, healthcare clients and try to think about how do we improve healthcare, uh, and act and improve healthcare access, uh, for the most vulnerable, but also, you know, for, um, sophisticated, you know, um, conditions, very specific conditions. And, uh, I do like it a lot, but it's very, very different and a very different persona than my artist life, which is, which is, uh, the novel writing. Sure. <laughs> Props to you, girl. <laughs> Shit, you took the words right out of my mouth. The dear damn, <laughs> that's that's so crazy. Okay, so now it's it's time for you to tell us about and upwards. the novel. Yes, yeah, tell us about your book. Okay, so when morning comes, uh, set, is set in nineteen seventy six Johannesburg, and it follows. Four very different teams. So one's uh, a, a jazz singer who doesn't sing very well, 
in uh, Soweto at that time, but she's also a student activist uh, who's getting involved in the Soweto uprising. Um, then her best friend is Tabo. He's a Tsotsi and he's kind of got a different moral orientation. And in the middle between the white and, and sort of black areas of town, uh, Mina, who's a South African Indian, you know, she's quietly working in her dad's shop and then decides starting to observe what's going on in the town around her and how does she fit into that. And lastly, there's Jack, who's growing up in Houghton at that time and, um, you know, has lived with alongside apartheid for his own life. But now um, there's a bit of a flashpoint that occurs in his life where he's had to, he has to reconcile it in a, in a, in a much more um, uh, visceral level than he ever has to before. And I think, you know, my story is less about, you know, big political statements and more, you know, what happens when we throw these four characters together. Um, what happens um, that that you know creates this conflict and and creates some really interesting interactions because I think that's what's so interesting about the country even today is that you know even if you walk out uh, of your house today or wherever you go you're going to encounter difference mm. and we have to deal with it and it's not always comfortable but mm. that's where the story is in the difference between one and and, and another person. Mm. Damn, that was that was that was very well put. <laughs> So, so please tell us what, what inspired this book? Like, how did you, what made you think that you wanted to tell this story in this way? You know, um, it's funny because I'd like to say that I was like so woke. I was like, let me write a book about student protest, um, just around the time and publish it just around the time that student protest is happening around the world, including. Yeah. South Africa but mm. um, the artistic process is never so logical and uh, it's never like that so it's really uh, about inspiration mm. and I was looking down um, I was actually visiting so I looked down on the road and there was a picture of a jazz singer and the weirdest thing happens but as a writer this like character popped in my head which was, which was Zanele mm. and I realized she wasn't a good she wasn't really a good jazz singer but she sang jazz and I was like well you know, talking to myself because artists talk to themselves. I was like, that's not really a character. Like, I can't write this character. <laughs> Ooh. Pardon me. And, Ooh. Um, you okay there? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surviving, you know. That's good. Do you want us to send some water to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Um, but uh, I think that's how it started, was this inspiration was really the character. And um, I tend to write stories where the character sort of pulling me forward. And in this case, it was definitely Zanele was the first character and then I realized very kind of late in the game that actually this is happening in 1976 and she actually has a she also has a day um, you know she's not just a singer at night she's actually in the day being a student and dealing with all these complex uh, things around her including how how does she you know speak against the apartheid government as a young 70 year old girl damn Whoa. <laughs> that's <laughs> are you, do you want to join us to take a quick break so you can Get some water and pull yourself towards yourself. Are you good? <laughs> I think I should be good. Let, let, we'll, we'll, if, I, if I cough again, I'll take a break for sure. Yeah, but what I was actually going to say is that like this book is still relevant now. I mean, you wrote it. It's set in 1976, <laughs> and ironically, like fees must fall is still happening now. Roads must fall. All these student mo- movements protesting against um, things. <clears throat> So that's just pretty cool. I'm also just dying here now. So. Yeah, I think it's like cross-continental. Yeah. yeah. Contagious things. Okay, so we wanted to ask, what are some of the the greatest differences between Canada and South Africa? Ooh. Oh, um, 
you know, so I, I was just back in SA um, just a few days ago, so it's it's quite, you know, um, it's quite close to me right now. I've been reflecting on that a lot. I mean, there's socioeconomic pieces, of course, um, and that's the most obvious thing. Um, so, you know, I'll leave that aside because I think we're aware of that. But I think, you know, culturally, it's quite different. I think in South Africa, what I wrote in my journal, I was just looking at it. Um, and what I wrote in my first line was, I don't feel invisible when I come here, which was in Joburg. Because, you know, and I, you know, I don't want to romanticize it, but, you know, people are talking to you from the moment you land. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it's exhausting, but... You're not invisible, and um, there's a quirkiness to it when you're away. You recognize it because in Vancouver, I would say that I do have a community, but it's taken me a while to build that community. But if I walk on the street just now, um, people aren't just going to talk to me. Mm. Um, they're polite, but they're not going to talk to me. They're not going to um, see me in quite the same way. I mean, one you know anecdote of that is, you know, in my apartment building where I staying in South Africa, one of the ladies who's helping to manage the building uh, said to my father, actually, he, she said, your daughter has the same nose as you. And it is such a unique comment, you know, mm. that will, no one in Canada is ever going to tell <laughs> my that. So what and, would you say the, the greatest, um, like, differences are regards to the creative, like, creative space? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, you know, because I, I think the South African art is, is raw, you know, and I say that with, you know, it sounds kind of like an ambiguous term, but the theater that I've watched, the market theater, um, the writing I read, um, you know, uh, as, as a South Africans, we don't BS because it's in our lived experience that, you know, um, we live, you know, like we are, we know too many people who live through apartheid, mm. um, through, through the history that we carry. So we don't, um, BS ourselves. And I think that's so powerful. I think in South, in Canada, there's a bit of a rediscovery of the injury that has been done, mm. uh, to people of color. Um, but in South Africa, people of color are all around us so that you can't ignore the injury. Um, there may be some people who do, but generally the art is very, um, it confronts the reality we, we live with. And I think there's so much power in that. Mm. And the second thing is that, you know, culturally, I think, you know, it, it's so, you know, we come from different artistic traditions. And I think the more that South Africa can pull from its own artistic traditions and, I mean, 13 languages, several tribes, that's what's going to, you know, make it strike out against the world. I mean, I think it's westernization is great, but... We don't want art that looks all the same um, at all. So, um, you know, in my own way with the novel, I put a lot of, you know, um, Zulu and, and 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 Afrikaans words in it, and I got a lot of pushback because I didn't make it easy to, you know, when you start the novel, you're not given a clear path of how to understand it as a Canadian. And I said, you know, very respectfully, I said, you know, you're Canadian. I mean, when I was I was ten, I was reading books about chamber pots. I didn't know what the heck it was. I didn't know what you know, specific things you guys ate actually were. But, mm. you know, I dealt with it. Um, I didn't know where, you know, I didn't know what New York looked like. Um, well, come to my world, you know, where you're going to have to orient yourself too because we're a live- globalizing world does not mean we all look the same. It means we deal with each other's difference and we're interested in each other's difference. And I think 
um i think that's what that difference is what inspires me if everything was the same i'd stop writing you know yeah <laughs> that's so cool man no i agree can i tell you what i feel like you told them Loki that they need to respect where you from and respect the south african culture because it's different to what they're used to and like that's, that's what's okay. important about it yeah know? hey but it's funny because i was sitting at a panel and um you know it's just a panel of what you know pardon me but like just people of one color right and um it's very interesting when you're the person of color in the room telling people this you become the kind of you know, a wall bringer, uh, which is not always what you want to do, but sometimes you have to. And so you have to pick and choose your time. Uh, but I kind of do that. I said, you know, um, it's high time. We need to do this. But it's so funny. I, you know, in South Africa, it's very different if I said that. In Canada, it's sort of like, who's this little, you know, short haired, you know, Indian? She doesn't even look like she's from South Africa. Sure. <laughs> That's really cool, dude. That's really, really awesome. Uh, unfortunately, we have run out of time. But we just want to say to you, thank you so much. Keep actually wait before that. I actually have a question. Zinzia has a question. And Are then you going to write another novel? Uh, we actually had the same question. So I was going to ask, what's next? Yes. Next is um, I am actually I, that reminds me today. I better take some time out. I mean, I'm on the daily struggle of trying to find time to write my next novel. So, uh, next novel is going to deal more with um, the backdrop of. Uh, the financial crisis of 2008. Um, in South Africa, or just in general? Oh, well, well, there's a little surprise. So if anyone who reads Ooh. the first novel, um, there's a character who's South African who is pulled through. But otherwise, you know, it is dealing with the issues there in New York because I've realized, you know, economic violence is still violence. And I yeah. think that's uh, something I want to reflect on. And that's I think deep. young readers need to see that, um, most of them. Jeez. Yeah, okay. Wow, we are honestly looking forward to that. Definitely going to keep an eye out. Definitely, definitely. So, why don't you tell people where they can find you on social media, where they can buy you a book? book Give yeah. them a little something to inspire the people. Like a little scoop. Absolutely. Snack. And thank you so much for having me. It was just such a pleasure. So, you can buy When Morning Comes uh, several places. So, Exclusive Books and CNA. Mm-hmm. Almost any store has them. And then it's also available online, uh, Kindle version. Um, and social media, follow me on Arushi101. Uh, there's a Facebook page for the book, When Morning Comes. And, uh, yeah, look, I always look forward to hearing from anyone who's read anything. And I'm pretty good at replying because that's why I write. So feel free to reach out. Um, my email address is on uh, my website as well, arushirana.com. So look forward to hearing from you. And thank you so much, guys, for having me. Um, it's just been such a pleasure. It's been a pleasure for us too. Yeah, and Thank you, you so much. Expect an email from me after <laughs> I read your book. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, so thanks again. One more time, we just want to thank you from all of us here at the Millennial Gen at Cliff Central. All the best of luck up there in Canada, eh? <laughs> thank you, eh? <laughs> all right, thank you so much for coming in. All right, beautiful people. So, what we have for I have you, a question for you, real quick. How you long have a question did you for wait? Me? How long? To say A. Yeah. Dude, you have no I, so I went like, idea. I was also trying to find a way to work it in, dude. I was trying. <laughs> I was waiting for a hell of a long time. Yeah. There was. I was even trying to work in an aboot. A I, wanted, <laughs> I really wanted to do that. All right, but we actually, we're going to have a young music break. And this next song, I actually love this song, I think people dude. should drink more water. Yeah. Yeah. Drink, drink more, more water. water. 
This is CliffCentral.com So, on last week's episode of the Millennial Channel yeah. We had Kanisa and Zentler in studio. Yes. <laughs> I don't know about you. I wasn't in studio last Anyways. week. <laughs> okay. <None of> us, <laughs> that's literally exactly what I was thinking. None of us were here yeah. last week. So, so for All those right, that missed us, guys, we back. We are in we back. back. And you know, it's Women's Month, so we got to appreciate the women. Appreciate the Not just this man. month, every month. No, I appreciate Jeez, women all the damn time. Let me just tell you that. Okay. Yeah, we know, we know. No, but <laughs> you know, Zinze, you have been so spicy about this brother today. <laughs> Shit. I've got a pot that needs stirring. Okay. okay. Yo, yo, spill the tea, sister. Spill all the tea, man. <laughs> Shit. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. <laughs> too much sauce. All right, guys, but like, let's calm it down a bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think the bed music a was a bit too hot. You know, so it was. Got way it was. too into it. Way too fast. Yes. Yeah, I mean <laughs> <laughs> So it's Women's Month, guys yes, yes, that's, that's what we were trying that's to emphasize That is what we were talking about So Zintle, what, what, like, what are women expecting from men? What, what do we No, I think the thing That's the misconception Is, is that men still no think There's not that, enough time in the world to yeah, answer that men question still, No, but men still think that women want things from men I don't yeah. mean I it think like he, that. I think I'm he saying, asked what can we do? Yeah, I did. Like, he asked like it very what can you, poorly. What can you do better? Yes. yes. Can not rape women. First thing, you okay, can not well, abuse women. I'm you there cannot slut so. shame women. You can stand up for women. Okay. I saw a meme the other day and it literally really? said it was like memes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but this really, meme brother? Was like, it's relevant. Okay. It's relevant because the meme said, so it said, it was literally that question that I asked. It was yeah. guy. It literally said guy dot dot. What can we do to make shit better for you? And then no no no, that's a bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's a bullshit. <laughs> Please okay, explain. Thanks very much. <laughs> Let me continue with my story. Okay. So that was completely incorrect. What it said was, um, why do why do females always feel like they're being objectified? And then the response was maybe because we're always calling women sluts. Yes. For. Breathing, walking, and talking. Yes, that yeah. was deep. I yeah. agree. That was. I deep. think it just comes down to respect. Like we've sp- spoken about this so many times that men are allowed to do so many things that women aren't allowed to do. Double standard. You know what I mean? Like that double standard. Like so, until we get to a point where we're not looking at people in terms of gender and just in terms of like you're a person, then I think that's when stuff will get better. Because at the end of the day, guys, like there's not only two genders. Let's. Let's just remember Okay, that, yeah, that's you know? true. So why are we still like worried about, you know, who identifies as a woman? Oh, I'm going to treat her properly because she's a woman. Why don't I just treat you properly because you're a person? Yeah. Mm. I get you. But can I tell you where I feel the lines start to get blurred? Yeah. It's like when people don't start seeing um, genders and they'll treat you like they'll treat anyone else. But you'd assume that, oh, no, he's treating me like this because I'm a woman. True. Do you hear what I'm saying? True. Like that's where for me sort of the line gets blurred. That's why like for me I call myself a feminist. Yes. But then at the same time there's people that are declining saying, eh, eh, no, you can't be a feminist. No, but you can because like feminism is just wanting equality 
for genders and like wanting to restore females to a point of like respect. Do you get what I mean? So men should be feminists. I get confused when men aren't feminists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone should for be feminist. For me, if, if you're not feminist, that's like you don't believe in equality. Yeah. Because yeah. being a feminist is literally just believing in equality. Yeah. I, I 100% agree <laughs> Are I, you a feminist? Yes, I am <laughs> I'm sure I'm such a feminist Ooh, I'm probably such more Such a feminist I'm probably more of a feminist than a day If I'm on Okay, me? okay, it's fine I can see he's just Yo he okay, gonna, on his Can I tell you how I can debunk that theory? Guys, I just want to talk about some serious stuff here, okay? So I was at home before I came here And I was like eating my food Switched on the TV news, right? This guy is literally walking. He started at Vits. He's walking to Pretoria, right? Right now, if you watch the news, he's walking to Pretoria, um, to the union buildings. He's trying to, um, contest war. I don't know if that's the right word, but basically there's people that are serving time because of Feast Must Fall. And he's going there to apply for amnesty for these people. And I just. <laughs> I just think that's really dope But he started in the morning There's two of them walking The one guy's by Midran The other guy's still there by like Rosebank Walking on I know he's, oh, no, he's Big ups never, to them though. But no, I just think it's them. dope I, um, They said the one guy's serving H's And the other guy's like, H's in prison But what did, like, what what did, did they do? do? Do you know what I think it is? I think it's the burning Yeah you see The you know <laughs> that that kind of stuff But but you know, like the thing is that when you when you protest silently, no one no listening. one listens. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Like, That's why people to resorted to violence. But yeah. I mean, like destruction of property, though. But it's like a because what it was, it's, it's, it's a, a double sided sword. Yeah, yes. like for real. I get that, but like I mean, because do you know how bad burning a tire is for the environment, dude? Do you like, know? I don't want to be that guy. Not like the fees missile is a very important cause. Yeah. And I completely agree that when you're not, when we don't. Throw all our shit in the in the pond. No one cares. This no guy's walking listen. in the middle now. They're you're literally walking on the highway, guys. And if you're driving ah, and you not see safe, them, so my <laughs> say hello. Okay, no, but can I tell you something? I'm all for this walk. I'm all for it. But that one, uh, uh, I think, that's not I think safe. that's just the quickest route. But let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you. What I want to know is who's is the guy that's recording this also walking with him? I feel like, like he's in the car behind Is he on a bike? <laughs> or, <laughs> like, you know, that's actually a very good question. But speaking of the burning and all that stuff, an article came out this week stating that the the destruction yeah. caused by fees must fall amounts to eight hundred million rand. Eight hundred million. Eight hundred million rand Joe. in damages to universities. Wow. But you see, if they had given us the free education, it wouldn't be 850 in damages. It would be 850 straight to free education. Double-edged sword. And, guys. The thing is, it's going to happen one day. And what's even more fucked up, okay? So it's just me being an educated news audience. Yeah. Okay, Okay, whatever. The NASPA CEO resigned. Yes. And they haven't, because you know when Zuma resigned, whatever, he was like, yeah, free education, but he didn't say like, how, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I think he was going to explain that guy. (laughs) He literally mic dropped, he was like, free education, y'all. Boom, Boom. I'm out of here. So now this Naspas guy apparently resigned because, um, he's like, I don't know how to give you free education. (laughs) This is not my mess. Zuma is now like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> but what's even more ironic <laughs> I'm getting excited Was guys. he Nasfasin himself? 
No. What? Like he's, finding himself. No, uh, that's not what <laughs> His wife is the new chancellor at Wits. Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> so that's, I think sure. maybe that had like something to do with why he resigned. Like oh, conflict of interest. Yeah. Okay. But we're still in this mess. People still don't know how they're going to school. People were promised free education next year, and it but doesn't look like it's going to happen. Look. So we need to figure that shit out. We just all need to become super rich and pay that shit forward. Dude, that's what we need my, to do. my thing is, I want to stop world hunger first. Like, do you know? I actually read a stat that like, if the richest people in the world gave one percent right. of their I don't wealth, I want to hear about that bullshit. If the richest in the world. Wanted to like end anything they could end it. Yeah. They, okay. Like the amount right. of money people have out there is disgusting. Thank yeah. you. I was just bringing a point. <laughs> I need to be shut down. Yeah, I'm back sorry. you. I'm, back I'm you. sorry. I apologize. Come All right, but we're about. I to think we need to lighten cold. the mood. Yeah. We, okay, we're gonna take it low, but then we're gonna bring back. So first of all. The incredible soul singer Aretha Franklin passed away yesterday. Can we have a moment of silence? Yeah. Okay, I think we should. How many soul. moments are we gonna have? Like, I say like. Thank you, and we're back. And it's like, it's like, how long is it gonna last? <laughs> Anyways, but that was that was to honor an incredible soul singer who inspired so many others, and we have a soul singer for y'all. Uh, we needed to, Whoa. we needed to honor Miss Aretha. Miss Aretha. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna play you guys one of her songs just so we can bring in the next singer. This is "A Rose Is Still a Rose" by Aretha Franklin and Lauren Hill. Ooh. Listen, dear, I realize that you've been hurt. Deeply, because I've been there. But regardless to who, what, why, when, and where. This is CliffCentral.com. Okay, y'all. That was that was that was the beautiful Aretha Franklin. May she rest in peace. Bless her soul. Bless her soul indeed. So, guys, we back. We are back. We are back. And we're going from soul singer to soul singer. Dude, just turn up your own damn volume, bro. I'm sick of this hand signal <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, soul singer to Jeez. soul singer. I'm so. Do you wanna? Do you wanna introduce yourself? Why don't you tell the people who you is? Oh, lovely. Um, hi everyone. Everyone okay. listening. Um, my name is Nishat. Um, just a young artist trying to make my dreams come true, basically. Damn, I like that. That was a good yeah, entrance. All right, so tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you from? What are you doing? Ah, very interesting question. So I'm from um, a little community called Westbury. I don't know if anybody has ever heard no. of Westbury. I'm not gonna lie, I have <laughs> not. I, I've heard of Westbury. You've but heard of? I don't know where Westbury. Is. <laughs> so if you know, it's Auckland Park, right? Okay, yeah, it's yeah. right okay, near, no. right yeah, next we, to we Westbury. So uh, if you chill there, if you hang out there, you're basically in my in my home. You're Yes. Okay. So I come from a little community called Westbury. Um, my entire family literally stays five minutes from each other, so we are quite close in That's terms amazing. of being a family. That's so dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, that nice. <laughs> my family is literally like a sea away. Dude, <laughs> literally, the like the long, it would take me at least eleven this hours. Yeah. Anyways, Thank continue, you. Continue, continue. Well, eleven hours, eleven minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a graduate. Mm-hmm. I studied psychology, and music is my passion. It's something that I've 
always wanted to do since I was little. I just remember myself just making a noise. I like to say <laughs> I make a noise in the house. Um, when I'm walking, I'm making a noise. When I'm sitting, I'm making a noise. Other people's watching TV, I'm making a noise. Yeah. So it's just a, it's a, it's a continuous party in my house with with me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the singing begin? Like, what got you into it? I've, like I said, I've been singing for such a long time that sometimes it it just slips my mind. Like, how did you get into this? Because it, it's just something that naturally happened. I yeah, remember like people could. just asking me to sing for us, do this, do that, and I remember being shy. But the first time I really, like, really got into it, I was in about I was in primary school. Yeah, um, we were doing um, the Lion King, and we had some auditions for the Lion King. I sadly didn't make. A lead role for the Lion King, but um, that was the first time that I actually realized that this is something that I love. Mm. You know, there was a, mu- a music teacher; I'll never forget him, and he just really cultivated something in all of us that was studying in 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 primary school. There, we learned scales through yeah. him, learned the xylophone, the flute, everything, and that's where I can say it started. Yeah. Later on, I. Um, I did a talent show when I was about 14 because the middle years just died down a little bit. Um, I was about 14 and I did this talent show and I think from there I was like, this is what you really, really want to do. Like, this is not even a joke anymore. Yeah. Um, so from when I was about 14, I knew this is something that I wanted to do, but obviously I needed to finish my studies mm. and, and all yeah. of that. So I gave myself time to grow and develop and um, yeah. And the last year sure. you are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I think we should go into one of the songs before you know, we, we ask any more questions. I'm just waiting, really. Dude, I'm so excited. She was at our millennial session last week, and shit, <laughs> she <laughs> killed it. Okay, so we're gonna start with the song with the track that you sent me, okay. right? So why don't you tell us what that song's called and tell us a little mm. bit about the song. Alright, so this is a, a song called um, If You Just Let Me. It's by an artist called Sunid. And I recently just discovered her and she's quite phenomenal. Mm. And I think she's so understated, underrated. And it's just such a beautiful, beautiful song. And it spoke to me so much. So, Okay, alright. So take it away. When I wake I stumble and twist Till the truth starts to click There's so much space in this bed The sheets go for miles Dreams of your smile I don't wanna be just a memory And I don't wanna feel your wings break free Because without you I'm lost in the Gotta be strong now Gotta show you how I love you Like I never ever loved somebody I'll give you things you didn't even know you wanted Don't tell me that it's not enough My time's up, you're over us Cause I think I might do anything for you If you just let me 
If you just let me, if you just let me, just let me taste of your lips is still fresh, and the smell of your scent. How could I forget your words? How they cut me to shreds. But to tell you the truth, every piece is for you. I don't wanna be just a memory, and I don't wanna feel your wings break free. Because without you, I'm lost in the breeze. Gotta be strong now. I gotta show you how I love you like I've never ever loved somebody. I'll give you things you didn't even know you wanted. Don't tell me that it's not enough. My time is up. You're over us. 'Cause I think I might do anything for you if you just let me. If you just let. If you just let me, just let me. So, oh my God! <laughs> Oh wow! Can I say your voice is the purest damn thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my entire life? Sure, 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 sure. I just want more. I just want more. <laughs> wow. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I think that's the what the third or the fourth time we've heard that song. Brothers, these studio Dude. mics are doing the damn thing. Louise, man. Last time we didn't give you what you deserved with those other mics and yo, yo, those speakers, yo. but damn, that oh was, my that lord, was, that was soul moving. That was. <laughs> I think we are all at a loss for words here. Yeah. I'm very, shaking. very safe to say. That was incredible. That was incredible. <laughs> How long have you been singing that song for? You said you discovered it recently. Mm. Jeez. So before before Sunday. Um, I was listening to it for about three, four weeks, mm. about. Aww. But the first time I sang it was about two days before Sunday. Mm. <laughs> oh, so shit. <laughs> I'm not you gonna comment. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Two days. You wow. mastered that song in two, two days. days. Look, Saturday I was still learning lyrics, so uh, <laughs> it was crazy. Stop it. Oh my goodness! Stop it. And you didn't even stutter once. Like you're amazing. Jeez, so I want to know. Sorry, Kanye. Go for it. Go for it. Um, are you planning to write your own music, record your own music? Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm in contact with a few producers, yeah. some people that I met at Millennial Sunset Sessions. Ooh, yeah, I've got the connect. Um, Damn yeah. <laughs> Um, I met a, another producer yesterday. He's quite awesome. Yeah. Um, really eager to work with me. He's working on a few beats uh, for me. So there's a, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things coming up. Doing a few shows and yeah. This sure. is so sure. You're a star. You're a star, a star already. Already. Oh, Where are you gonna gosh. be doing these shows? So we ourselves can yeah. come and everyone listening can come. Ah. Amazing. So, um, uh, my cousin, Mark Anthony, he's, he's a fashion designer. Um, and he's having a fashion show, um, like really, the, really uh, soon. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know him. He was on Tropica. The name Island sounds of, pretty I famous. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, he was on Tropica. Um, 
my cousin, so he's doing a fashion show. I'm performing at his fashion show quite soon. Um, hopefully, very soon, a few fundraisers that's coming up that I'd like to perform for. Um, yeah. Can we contact you for our fundraiser? <laughs> like anytime, anytime. Can we contact you for performances <laughs> too? Yeah. Because sure, I'm still shook, bro. Like I'm for real. So shook. I think the only solution is for you to give us another song. Yep, I agree. Amazing. Are give you, the people what they give want. Give the people yep. what they want. So this next one is actually going to be a cappella, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. All right. So I'm just going to turn down all this noise in yeah, the background and <laughs> just take it away. I think it's kind of funny You could say you love me Turn around and play me Yeah I think it's kind of funny You say things you don't mean Underestimate me Yeah I have always done right by you Said you never gonna lie Liar It gonna come around full Psycho, I flipped the script on you Tell me why you mad, tell me why you hurt Bet you didn't think that the tables would turn You gon' mess around, I'ma do the same How you like that karma, how you like that karma Yeah, that's just fair play Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo Now I got your attention, let me ask a question Did you learn your lesson, did it go over your brain? Now that we're confessing, I thought we were destined You were Mr. Right, but you ain't looking otherwise I, I have always done right by you Said you never gonna lie, liar It gon' come around full cycle I flipped the script on you Tell me why you mad Tell me why you hurt Bet you didn't think that the tables would turn You gon' mess around I'ma do the same How you like that karma How you like that karma Yeah, that's just fair play That's just fair play What goes around comes back around Guess he wasn't ready for that fair play What goes around comes back around Guess he wasn't ready for that Tell me why you mad Tell me why you hurt it, yeah The tables would turn You go miss around Karma, how you like that karma? Yeah, that's just fair play. Yeah, yeah that's just fair play. Hey, we you, we you, we you, we you, we you. Wow. Why am I out of breath? Wow. <laughs> Why am I out of breath? How? This is. Cause that, cause it took your breath away. That's sure. that's exactly sure. why. Sure, you hit this other reverb, dude. There was there was a couple of notes there that like I literally just felt a tear straight away. Where it made me shake straight away. Give me the heebie-jeebies. Yo, 
<laughs> Guys, well, watch out for our millennial session because she did that and our homeboy Simba was on the keys, Dude. killing it. We had Mandem on the guitar. As Yo, well. we had a young three piece band, a bass, a keyboard. So it was literally that plus more, if that is even possible. Shucks. <laughs> I just want to say when you make it, don't forget that you were here. But don't in the forget studio. us. Yeah. <laughs> when you're famous, we want backstage yeah. passes. Yeah. Because shoo, you are gonna take it to the stars and back. That Believe choice. that. Whoa. As far as I'm concerned, she's a star. You're a star already yeah. now, Ice. You. And you are always welcome here at the Millennial Gen. Any single time you want to, especially when you're releasing your work. Yeah. Girl. Yeah, we'll throw that that album yeah, release for you. Like if you could give us the exclusive first, we'd be grateful. We would be more than grateful. We, we would be indebted to you. Actually, pretty okay. much. Okay, can you <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, so a crush, guys. Tell us, tell us where we can find <laughs> you on music. social media. Ah. Um, so you can find me on my SoundCloud. Yes, uh, Nishat. Nishat. Can you spell that for the people? Oh, okay, N I S H A T. Okay. Yeah, it's quite a tricky one. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Nishat underscore M. You can find me on Facebook, Nishat. Mangera, you can find my Facebook page. Find me on Twitter, Nisha underscore Mangera. Yeah. Okay. Damn. I'm still shook. I'm very, very, very yeah. shook because <laughs> that was actually crazy. I think. Deep. I think maybe we could do one more. I think we have a little bit of time to squeeze should it. We, in. Should we like find a backing track, ha. like something funky? Dude, I don't even Dude. think we have time for that, man. Bruv. What are you saying? Why don't we ask the person who's gonna sing to the, <laughs> like yeah, the song? You nice. know, that's that's actually a great idea. Um, do you have like a, a suggested backing track? Um, do we have the power of the internet? So mm. the world is our oyster. Um, I'm not really sure. There was a song that I would have loved to do. Um, it's quite a powerful one. I wanted to do it for for Women's Day. Yeah. Um, if that's okay, I don't think there's an acapella for that one. Okay. I, I'm sorry, a backtrack, a backing vocal for that one. Okay. I'm okay with acapella. That, that I don't yeah, know. Yeah, take it away. Acapella, you shit out of this thing, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so this one might be a little bit hectic. Let me just like situate myself. Yo. <laughs> Stuff's getting serious. It's guys. getting very serious. I'm also prepared. <laughs> Okay, so the platform's all yours. Take it away. Right, thank you so much. Stop playing with your body, lady. Stop feeling like you're not enough. Stop feeding into the haters. Stop and give yourself some love. Whoa. Stop staring at the mirror getting faded. Saying you won't fall in love. Stop trusting all these fake idiots. Trust me, they don't give a... Uh, no. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of feeling this. The world says beauty is changing, but that's a fake expectation, not the real stuff. Let's get naked. Stop meditating. Feel elevated and say, I love my body. I love my skin. I am a goddess. I am a queen. I love my body. I love my skin. I am a goddess. I am a queen. Stop chasing all the hype, my girl. Stop trying to change who you are. 
Stop putting yourself up on the outside When the inside is left what's cause It can't be healed by something materialistic It can't be healed by a man who stays distant It's deeper Save yourself before you betray yourself Oh, 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 yeah I'm tired of feeling it I'm tired of seeing this The world says beauty is changing But that's a fake expectation Not the real stuff Let's get naked Start meditating Feel elevated And say I love my body I love my skin I am a goddess I am a queen I love my body I love my skin I am a goddess I am a queen I love my body I love my skin I am a goddess, I am a queen, I love my body, I love my skin, I am a goddess, I am a queen, now, I love my body, I love my skin, I am a goddess, I am a queen. I love my body. I love my skin. I am a goddess. I am a queen. You are indeed. Yo, sure. Wow. A queen. Wow. That was, wow. 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 That was sure. very uplifting. That was very, very uplifting. Wow. Zintley usually says, Hectic. Hectic. All right, guys, but that is all we have time for today. And I think that was a spectacular yeah. note for us to finish yes, on. Because, damn. Thank Boy, you for coming on to our show. Yes. Oh, I appreciate God. you so much. It was such a pleasure having you, yo. So, from us here at the Millennial Gen team, we are out. It's Friday. I'd, I'm not doing anything well, today. Got, I'm just going to go I got home. stuff to do. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Two assignments due, I know. Yes. I've got three. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Did she just call you Daddy? Well, daddy. <laughs> is he heating up in the studio? All right. <laughs> we we got to bounce. It's yeah. that time for me, your boy, Kanye Palmer, at Kanye Palmer on all social media, everything. It's your boy, Adeo, a.k.a. Your Majesty, and on lo- all platforms. Yeah, and it's me, Zinchez, that does the most. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. This podcast will be available online. Probably by Monday, I'm guessing. Maybe later today, Monday, Tuesday. But yeah, we love y'all. We wish you all the best. And do the Uh, most this weekend. Yeah, do the most. But be safe. First, Most importantly, be safe. Do the most like Zed does the most. And that is exactly where I turn up your mic. Bye. Um, So, y'all, I'm going to leave you with a fire remix of Tom Mish Follow. Enjoy. We love y'all. This is cliffcentral.com.